Hello there, welcome to the Kingdom Influencers Global Podcast. This session focuses on your being equipped to be spiritually mature and relevant in your God-ordained field to the end that you will fulfill his agenda in your sphere of influence. Brace up to receive this life-changing message. God bless you. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Your gracious word. Your gracious word which builds us up. In the Senebriantanamalahatapa. We receive your word with meekness and gladness. Kaparahatasa. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. When one is born again, scriptures reveal that inasmuch as we have nothing to do with with being saved, with what preceded our salvation. That is the works of Jesus and his resurrection. And as much as we had nothing to do with that, we have a responsibility. Or we have a number of responsibilities. We have a number of responsibilities so as to maximize the gift of salvation we have received. So as to maximize the gift of eternal life we have received. We have received. We also understand from the word of God that man is a spirit he has a soul and then lives in the body the spirit is in the soul the soul isn't the spirit and man isn't just a body the man who is spirit is domiciled in the body is domiciled in the body we're going to take a look at the soul of a man today, the soul of man, the soul of man. Why the soul of man? We have such a thing as the soul of man because of the spirit and the body, because of the spirit and the body. From the book of Genesis, we are told that when God breathed into the dirt that he had made, the dirt that he had formed, when he breathed into him the breath of life, it says man became a living soul. Man was not a living soul until God breathed into him the breath of life. The breath of life signifies the spirit of the man. And then this breath was, was breathed, that life was given to man through the breath through through god's breath and uh, man became a living soul so the soul of man was activated when his spirit came into contact with the body we have such a thing as the soul of man because of the interaction of the spirit and the body the interaction of the spirit and the body produces the soul of man produces the soul of man the spirit of man cannot directly 
communicate with the body of the man. The interaction between the spirit and the body is the reason for the soul. And the soul of, of a man is a doorway into the spirit. Is a doorway into the spirit. Okay, so he said he breathed into him and then man became a living soul. The soul came alive. The soul came alive. The spirit cannot directly interact with the body. Hence the soul. So by the soul, the spirit communicates to the body. And so if if this is the case, that means that the role of the soul is vital, is consequential, is important. The role of the soul. The soul serves as a medium between the spirit and then the body. Now, the soul of a man houses the mind, the emotion, and the will or intellect of the man. So, the soul, with the soul we have the mind, the emotion, and then the intellect or the will of a man. Okay, and, and it is with the mind that we think. We think with our mind. We think with our mind. So thoughts or thinking is a function of the mind, which is a function of the soul, a part of the soul. And you know, our thoughts are that powerful, very powerful. The thought of a man is so powerful and can even be equated to action. We act the way we do because of how we think. We act the way we do because of how we think. If you do not think it, you cannot act it. If it is not a part of your thinking, your conscious mind and your subconscious mind, you know, uh, psychologically we have the conscious mind and then we have the subconscious mind. Right? And um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't talk much about, about the subconscious mind and then the conscious mind. But, but then the spirit of a man is the subconscious mind. Right. And then the mind, which is housed by the soul, is the conscious mind. Is the conscious mind. If you've been following carefully, I usually say you ought to have a certain consciousness. You have to, you you must you must uh, have a certain consciousness, because by having that consciousness, you act based on that consciousness. So if you are conscious that you are a new creation, there's a way you're going to act, there's a way you're going to behave. Because your thought is as powerful as your action and your word. And your word. And our minds can control our body. This is the way the spirit gains access and dominion. Access to and dominion over the body through the soul, through the mind of the man. Through the mind of the man, the spirit has access to the body and is able to control the body. And, and this, this is another important point you ought to note. We are supposed to control the body. In our next teaching, I'm going to explain more of that.
I'm going to explain more of that. So we said that the mind houses the mind, the motion, and the intellect or the will. And it is with our mind that we think. Now, the, the will is the part of the soul that makes the decision. If you want to do anything, you ought to decide. And it is with your will that you decide. Right? One of the powerful things that God gave to man is the ability to choose. That is the will. The ability to choose. God has a will. And he gave the same ability to man. And so we also can make decisions. The danger, however, is that because of the power of the will, we can decide to choose that which is inconsistent with God's word. So you must consciously with your will choose the path that God has for you. Someone might say, if I'm born again, then that is all I'm supposed to do what God likes automatically. No, it is not automatic. You must with your will choose what God has said concerning you. And so the idea of whatever will be, will be, is wrong. You must make a conscious effort. You must choose what God has said to choose. You know, God told the Israelites, I put before you this day life and death. He says, choose life. He didn't say, I choose life for you. He told them, you choose life choose life because i have given you that ability to choose and the ability to choose is a function of the will it's a function of the will now the emotion has to do with with your feeling all right with your feeling all right it has to do with your feeling and i said before that the soul is the doorway to the spirit and that's to say that if the mind or the soul of a man is blocked, his spirit becomes inaccessible. If your mind is blocked, we cannot access your spirit. If your mind is blocked, we cannot access your spirit. If your mind is blocked, the spirit cannot access your body. And that is, that is why sanity is a gift. Sanity is important and it is a gift. If you are sane, you should thank God for that. Anyone who is sane and is not born again can be born again because we can have access to the person's spirit through his mind. So the information, the word of God can through the mind or through the soul of that man get to the spirit and get that spirit man born again. And so you should thank God for the gift of sanity. Thank God for the gift of sanity. If the mind of a man is blocked, he or she is doomed unless something is done about it. Unless something is done about the sanity of his mind. If he is an insane, it is, it is highly impossible to reach that person. Something's got to be done to the mind of such a person. Alright? And, and also the, the soul has, has control over the body. And it is where a man carries out his reasoning and his recording system. The soul has control over the body. And, and God's desire is for your spirit to have control over your body through your soul. Through your soul. 
for your spirit to have control over your body through your soul now let's move to the renewal of the mind there's a need for you to renew your mind is it when you're born again you i I said that your your mind is not born again your mind isn't born again when you were born again your mind isn't born again when you're born again the thoughts you had before you came to the altar or before you gave your life to christ you you know you're still gonna have those thoughts those thoughts even after being born again and so something's got to be done about those thoughts why because your thoughts control your words and your actions and do you realize that there's there are those who have declared that jesus is savior and lord over their lives and they are acting as though they are not born again they are acting as though they are in the world and there's a reason to it because their minds have not been renewed and until your mind is renewed you will not live as the new creature that you are you will live like you used to live before you got born again and that is the struggle with many christians they they are struggling with living the victorious christian life they are struggling with living the christian life the life that christ brought to us and since they have not done anything about their mind they've not renewed their mind it is impossible for them to live that kind of life so we're going to look at how to renew the mind it is possible to renew your mind you must renew your mind now that you are in christ jesus there is a need for you to renew your mind how then are you going to do it anyway before i answer the how let's look at romans chapter 12 verse 1 to 3 Romans 12, 1 to 3. He says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that he presents your bodies a living sacrifice. He says, you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Verse 3, for I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. You see, think there. It says, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think soberly according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. We go back to verse verse 2. He says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He says, don't live like the world does. Don't live in accordance to the pattern in the world. But, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. He says, your transformation is only possible when your mind is renewed. Until you have a change of mind, you will not be transformed. The transformation is proof of a renewal of mind. When you are born again, the only way people would see you are born again is when you are transformed. The transformation is physical. That is what others would see. Nobody sees your spirit unless their eyes are open. You don't even see your spirit. When you go stand in a mirror, it isn't your spirit you see. It is your body you see. When you are living amongst men, they don't see your body. It is your, sorry, they don't see your spirit. It is your body that they see. And so if others would know that indeed you are born again, and you would even know for sure that you are born again, there's a need for you to renew your mind so as to be transformed. When you are transformed, others would see and declare that indeed this person is a changed person. So the the struggle with people is trying to change 
their physical realm when their minds have not been renewed yet. That's laborious in itself. And futility is the result thereof. Trying to change your physical realm, trying to change or trying to trying to be transformed when your mind has not been renewed. It's futile in itself. And so your focus now should be the renewing of your mind. When your mind is renewed, automatically it yields a transformation. Be, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He says, he says that there's a pattern in this world. Alright? The world has its own system. Most people live in accordance to that system. But he said you renew your mind so as to be transformed. So that when, when people are to look at you, they see that change. They ought to see that change. They ought to begin to ask, you don't act like you used to anymore. And then you say, yes, it's because I'm a new creature and I have renewed my mind. My mind has been renewed. My mind has been renewed. When your mind is renewed, transformation is the inevitable result. When you renew your mind, transformation is the conspicuous result everybody will see you would know you are you have changed when your mind is renewed when your mind is renewed Ephesians chapter 4 22 to 24 says that I'll read the King James version 22 to 24 and then the ISV I'll explain the scripture from the ISV he says that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that ye put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness international standard version he says regarding your former way of life now he's talking to you now he said, you had a certain way of life. Now it is former because you are in Christ. He says, regarding your former way of life, he's got something to say. You were taught to strip off your old nature, which is being ruined by its deceptive desires. To be renewed in your mental attitude. There's a need for you to strip off your old nature. It says this old nature is being ruined by deceptive desires. And there's a need for you to be renewed in your mental attitude. Mental attitude, that's your mind. It says be renewed in your mental attitude. So this very verse is also stressing the need for you to have your mind renewed. It says, and to clothe yourselves with a new nature. Remember, if you are born again, you have the nature of God. He's saying that clothe yourself with this new nature that you have which was created according to God's image the new the new nature we have is in accordance to the image of God in righteousness and in true holiness the new man was made or created after God's image in righteousness and true holiness he says put on this man Put on this man. Put on this man. How? By the renewing of your mind. As you renew your mind, the new man which you have on the inside now takes over you completely. Takes over you. 
that's what it ought to be. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. It says, be renewed in your mind and put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So yes, you have the gift of righteousness. Yes, because the Holy Spirit is in you, you are holy. But there is such a thing as the works of righteousness and you walking in holiness. We must do that. And that is your responsibility with the help of the Holy Spirit. You cooperate with the Holy Spirit to walk in righteousness and holiness. Oh, hallelujah. What a life. What a life we have. What a life we have in Christ. What a life. What a life. Matura hasakatabala. Iman Now, a quick one from James chapter 1, 13 to 15. Before we look at how to renew our minds or the material with which our minds ought to be renewed. It says, James 1, 13 to 15, International Standard Version. When someone is tempted, he should not say, I am being tempted by God. Wow. Did you see that? It says, when someone is tempted, he should not say, I am being tempted by God. Because God cannot tempt, cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. When you are tempted, don't say it is God who is tempting you. Because God cannot be tempted by evil, neither does he tempt anyone. Instead, each person is test is tempted by their own desire or by his own desire being delured and trapped by it it says instead each person is tempted by his own desire so it isn't god who tempts us he says it says it is your desire it is your desire that that brings about the temptation each person is tempted by his own desire. If it is not your desire, you cannot be tempted with it. Being lured and trapped by it. When that desire becomes pregnant, it gives birth to sin. That is, when you heed to the temptation because of your desire, it leads to sin. Your yielding to the temptation or your yielding to your desire leads to sin. It says when when that desire becomes pregnant, it gives birth to sin. Right? And your temptation is as a result of your desire. And that is why First Peter 2 2 says, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word. Desire the sincere milk of the word. That which you are to desire is the word of God. Is the desire the word of God? It ought to be your desire. I move on. When that desire becomes pregnant, it gives birth to sin. And when that sin grows up, it gives birth to death. So God doesn't tempt anyone. That's what James is saying. And if you are being tempted, don't say it is God that's tempting you. It is your own desire that is bringing about that temptation. However, you are not supposed to yield to the temptation. What you have to do is to take care of that desire, that fleshly desire. 
that fleshly desire. Alright, and now finally, how do we renew our minds? We must be renewed, or our minds must be renewed with or by the word of God. With or by the word of God. See, we are transformed by the word. As we meditate on the word of God, we become like God and exactly what his word says. All right, the new creation is transformed by the word of God. Again and again I have said, as, as a reiteration to what scripture reveals, that the new creation, the one who is born again, is born of the word of God. And so by feeding on the word of God, your mind is renewed. And what happens is that you become the very expression of the word of God. And that's, that's God's desire for you, for you to become the expression of his word. And if you become the expression of that word, you must feed on the word. You must meditate on the word of God. Your mind must be renewed by the word. Remember I said that your thoughts are as powerful as your words and your actions. They are as powerful as your, as your words and your actions. So if you will live as the new creation indeed, your mind must be renewed by the word of God. Because there's a principle here in 2 Corinthians 3.18. It says, But we all with open face, beholding as in the glass the glory of God, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Anytime we meditate on the word of God, that transformation takes place. That transformation takes place. And the transformation is preceded by a renewal of mind we renew our minds with the word of god through through meditation and we are transformed into the very image of god even us by the spirit of god even us by the spirit of god and so i pray for you to receive grace to 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 always open up to the ministry of the word of god to always be open to the ministry of the word of god that you would by discipline and consistently renew your mind with the word of God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ I pray amen and God bless you Thank you for listening to the entire message today. If you feel you can bless someone, please join us in spreading the gospel of the kingdom by sharing this audio with others. God bless you.